I'm not okay. I love it. Let's do it. Okay. (laughs) I am not a Looney Tune morning show person. I'm all about the music. So um, I'm looking forward to a conversation (laughs) about great stuff. You're not going to start playing, you're not going to ring bells and sirens and do all that kind of stuff? No, and he wanted to ask you about how you get girls backstage, but I demure. I'm just not comfortable with that. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just pass on that one. So we can, let's talk about the music. Let's do it. I'm Rick. Cats and Kittens, we are joined aboard the Magic Bus this morning by one half of the best-selling duo in contemporary music, now on a solo career with a fabulous band, a great new album out, and maybe some touring information. Everybody say hey to John Oates. Good morning, John. Well, good morning. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I'm thrilled to have you aboard the Magic Bus. And a lot of people out here in Q Nation, huge fans of Hall & Oates and wanting to know more about John Oates and the new band. Well, um, yeah, it's called the Good Road Band, and it's it's my Nashville band. I've been living in Nashville for about 10 years and have uh, put together this incredible group of amazing musicians and good friends, good buddies, and uh, just, you know, the best, some of the best players in in Nashville. I'm not saying something because there's a lot of great players in this town. That is Um, saying something. Anyway, we, 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 yes, I know. (laughs) It's one of the, one of the great things about living in Nashville, you know, you get to play with all these amazing musicians uh, from all over the world, actually. So, uh, yeah, so we recorded this in January before the pandemic hit. And um, I was, you know, supposed to go on a big tour with Daryl. Of course, that got canceled. And then I had this great recording of the band uh, that we did in January, and I decided to put it out. Live in Nashville is the name of the album. There's a deluxe edition, and it's more than just music, right? Is there some storytelling, some intros to the songs? Yeah, there's two versions of the album. There's a version that just has the music, pretty much. And then there's a deluxe version, which has all the stories and the, the banter on stage, all the things we were, we were saying, because it, it really is a storytellers type show. You know, I, I set up, I set, you know, because a lot of the music is old music from, you know, the earliest days of American popular music. So some of the music goes back to the 1920s. And, um, you know, all, all, of course, reimagined with this great band. But... Um, you know, I like to tell the story of why we're playing these songs. You know, they're not just random songs. They're all songs that have some kind of connection to me in some way or another. They're either songs I heard when I was a little kid or songs that were influential in, in the history of, of American pop music, you know, with uh, classic, you know, amazing legendary writers like, you know, um, Jimmy Rogers and the great blues men like, uh, you know, Mississippi John Hurt and people like that. So I try to put the music into a context. And I tell a lot of stories about the, about, the, uh, about the music, and it's all on the deluxe version. We do something on my show called the Bottom of the Hour Blues Cruise, and we like to stay in touch with our roots when it comes to rock and roll. And I love blues because it is the contemporary genre where a standard tune, or like you're saying, one that's been around forever, can be reinvented, reimagined by all these tremendous musicians who put their own spin on it, it becomes a new song, and it becomes part of our contemporary catalog. So it sounds exciting. I love to do the same thing. I'm excited to hear your stories. I need the deluxe edition. All right. I, I, that sounds good to me. Um, you know, you're right. I mean, I love what you just said, because the blues, you know, the blues and, and this great American uh, tradition of of uh, roots music, it's a living thing. You know, everyone who does it over the years has always added a little and something of themselves to it. So it's constantly evolving. And you know that it's kind of, it's got this authenticity to it. 
that's at the core of it. But at the same time, as I said, every artist who, who you know, redoes a, a, an old classic song like that always adds a little something special that makes it unique. And uh, that's why it keeps evolving. That's right. Yesterday, I, uh, I was talking about Bessie Smith doing Nobody Loves You When You're Down, which she published two weeks before the stock market crash in 29. But we heard a contemporary version of it. That was just as applicable today. So I may not put that in the interview, but I just thought I'd throw that yeah, out there because right. you and I are simpatico right no, now. No, you should keep it in the interview because you're exactly right. It's, uh, you know, classic music uh, communicates through, through, you know, it, it crosses time and space and, and generations, you know. It's a, a classic, and that's what makes a song classic, the fact that it does uh, is able to resonate throughout the world and in different ages and with different people. So one of the classics from Hall & Oates, Had I Known You Better Then, from Abandoned Luncheonette, that is uh, reinvented for this album, yes? Yeah, that was something I only included on the deluxe edition. Um, it's a song that, you know, I very seldom play, uh, and, you know, a lot of fans have always asked me to play it over the years, and uh, I just thought I'd do it, you know, with the, with the Good Road Band because I knew they would bring something really unique to the song. And it came out great, and so we've included it on the, on the deluxe edition. Is there anything, do you think, that you're going to be able to do in 2021 in support of the original and the deluxe version of this album? Are people going to get a chance to see you? Well, I would, you know, I love playing live, and as soon as the world uh, allows us to, and as soon as the you know fans want to come to a venue and sit shoulder to shoulder, um, you know, I'll be out there playing because uh, I can't wait. I mean, Daryl and I have a tour plan for next August, and uh, in the meantime, you know, if something uh, opens up a little earlier, I, I know the guys in, in the Good Road Band would love to play, and uh, so we'll figure it out. You know, we'll just kind of wait till um, till we get the green light from. Uh, from the world, I guess. Yeah, I know everything is tentative. I did see one of the tour dates, August 21st at the DTE Arena in Clarkston here in Michigan, if it's possible uh, to see Daryl Hall and John Oates. We hope we get to welcome you and that that uh, those opportunities arrive. I have to tell you, this is something funny. When I was a teenager, I was I had every Hall and Oates album. That's the soundtrack to my life and growing up. My dad had raised five children before me and he was used to bands like the strawberry alarm clock and shocking pink and all these and he said why did these he loved your music see we were listening it to it together and mm -hmm. and he was 37 years older than i was and he said why did they name their band holly notes are they farmers where are they holly notes to <laughs> Yeah, we get we used to get that all the time. Yeah, and I'm like, you Dad, know, no, this is funny. this is a legitimate duel. It's Daryl Hall, it's John Oates, and he <laughs> was so relieved to hear that he loved the music of contemporary artists that had a down to earth name, and it wasn't you know electric light orchestra or something so but see a bonding between two generations and i think your music from then uh and i'm hoping from now is something that is accessible across the generations and so you know creating recreating classics man you're doing everybody a favor bringing families together bringing generations together i hope we can get a lot of young people out to see you when you do get a chance to hit the road well i hope so too we we actually have a, a lot of young younger fans for the Hall and Oates show. It's really been amazing to look out in the audience and see a lot of younger people. So it's great, you know, here again, our music is somehow uh, communicated and, and resonated over the years with, with different generations. And I guess that's the, that's the mark of, uh, of a good song, I guess. 
You're a classic dude. I can't wait for an update. Hopefully when COVID, when we can work our way past this, because it takes everybody to work past something like this, we'll be able to welcome you to Michigan with the Good Road Band and with Daryl Hall. Anything, get fit, man, and stay healthy, because we're going to put you to work on the road. We want to see you here in Michigan. All right. Well, you sound sound just like my wife. She's telling me the same thing. All right. Well, I am Joe Mama, so I'm supposed to be full of good advice, right? (laughs) All right. Perfect. It was a pleasure to chat with you, John. Thank you very much for taking the time. I wish you tremendous success. And, uh, yeah, have get in touch with us anytime. We'll be wholeheartedly promoting whatever you're doing if you can get to Michigan. Oh, thank you. I much appreciate it. Have a good uh, Christmas, New Year, and uh, let's uh, roll ahead to 21. Let's do it. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you. All the best. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.